Hey there, everyone. Welcome back to the kickoff brought to you by TickPick. I'm your host, Dan Harris. With me is my producer and Top Chef winner, Brendan Tuma. All right, a lot of stuff to talk about from the weekend. Of course, we're going to run through all the latest news, as we always do, before I give you some quick hitting thoughts on some of the preseason games this weekend. But first, if you are listening to this, then you probably follow Fantasy Pros and you listen to the Fantasy Pros football podcast. So you are probably aware of the situation with tags. This is just a reminder to keep him and his family in your thoughts and keep sending positive vibes out into the world. Feels like they're working. All right, so let's start with some news from this weekend. Clyde Edwards-Alaire sprained his ankle in the Chiefs game against the Cardinals. Now, we do not know the severity of it as I record this, but there are minor rumblings that this could be something that keeps him out of action potentially into the regular season. Again, as I record this, these are just rumblings. We don't have any real news. Let's not push them real far down our draft boards just yet. But ordinarily, that would make Daryl Williams a priority insurance policy to draft. But Williams himself is dealing with injury concerns. He's now being evaluated for a concussion. That leaves Jarek McKinnon and Darwin Thompson. And no oh boy, we just don't really want to be going there. Though McKinnon has been a productive back at times in his career. So I like to quote Bill and Ted. From Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, where they quote Socrates, saying, The ultimate wisdom comes from knowing that you know nothing. All the Chiefs running backs may be ready to go by week one. Or I may be ranking Jerk McKinnon as a top 12 back in week one. We have no idea as of this moment. Edwards Alaire was my 14th ranked running back in half PPR, and he ends the Joe Mixon, Najee Harris, Antonio Gibson tier. That's where I'm leaving him because it's a pretty significant drop to my next tier of Daryl Henderson, J.K. Dobbins, Chris Carson, and Dave Montgomery. It's a little like how I feel about Joe Burrow. Burrow is my 13th ranked quarterback because there really is a big drop to the next tier, but I'm trying to make sure I draft someone else before we hit his spot, if that makes sense. It's a fluid situation. Let's monitor it. Let's not go nuts. Andy Dalton is going to start week one against the Rams. Not going to do what you all think I'm going to do, which is like, freak out. I'm kidding. Matt Nagy would have been insane to let Justin Fields start this game. Fields is going to start a few games into this season. I am sure of it. And that's how I'm ranking and projecting him. Zero concerns. Nikhil Harry is expected to miss four weeks with his shoulder injury. You weren't drafting him anyway. You should be drafting Jacoby Myers and Nelson Aguilar late. Remember, beginning in week eight last year, Myers played fewer than 94% of the snaps just one time. And that was in a blowout win over the Chargers. Do not forget him on draft day. Will Fuller is expected to be ready for the start of the season. Now, start of the season means week two for Fuller because he is suspended week one. But this is still good news because all we had was this very vague foot or lower body injury for Fuller. And nobody knew what exactly that was. With him healthy, at least for now, he's someone you can draft ideally as a wide receiver four. But if really necessary, as a low end wide receiver three. And finally, Carson Wentz is going to participate in practice today for the Colts. That's interesting. First, what I urge you guys to do is to listen to last Thursday's Fantasy Pros Football podcast because we had on pro football doc, Dr. David Chow, who's going to be doing a weekly segment with us all year long. And I asked him about Carson Wentz and that whole giant 5 to 12 week timetable, and he had some pretty great insight. But one thing he said is that Jim Ursay has said that Wentz is not going to play until he is 100%. And he is not going to be 100% by week one. Now, whether they stick to that or not, that's an entirely different story. But even with him returning to practice, the doc says he just is not going to be at 100% by the time the season starts. 
Still, this is a great sign. And if the Colts do back off Ursay's comments just a little bit, you never know. Wentz could actually be under center in week one, albeit again at less than 100%. All right, let's talk about some takeaways from this weekend's preseason games. But first, let me remind you again about TickPick and how they're giving away five awesome 2022 season ticket packages to NFL fans throughout the season. I told you about this package. It is worth $3,000 and it takes five seconds to enter TickPick, the original no-fee ticket site, is teaming up with Zip, the buy now, pay later service provider, to give away five huge season ticket packages for the 2022 NFL season Every month from now until February, they're going to do a drawing, pick one lucky winner for 2022 season tickets to their favorite NFL team. Again, as I said, each package valued at $3,000. If you want to enter, go to tickpick.com slash pros. That's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K dot com slash pros. All right, let's talk about some preseason game takeaways. I'll try to move a little quicker here to cover some ground. Because I'd rather spend later this week, at least, talking through a few strategy and rankings issues. You know where I'm going to start. And we're talking about Miles Gaskin. Gaskin has been a point of contention among me and an unnamed Fantasy Pros analyst whose name rhymes with Miles Cates. It starts with me mentioning Miles Gaskin as a waiver wire pickup on our podcast last year and Yates telling me that I was, quote, so stupid. And it culminated with Yates tweeting out on Saturday, and I'm quoting here, I can't believe Dan Harris lowered Gaskin so much in his draft rankings. He's the worst analyst ever. I'm so much better. Also, he's really old, unquote. All right. Yes. So after the Dolphins' first preseason game, I admit I dropped Gaskin from 18th to 28th in my half PPR draft rankings because Malcolm Brown dominated the snaps. Gaskin played a lot with the second team, etc. Now, this was a different story in this game against the Falcons. Gaskin started and had the most snaps among the running backs with the starters and He looked good. Two touchdowns, one rushing, one receiving, really nice runs. But to be clear, this was the Falcons' second team defense. And great, Gaskin played 19 snaps with the first team offense. Savon Achman and Malcolm Brown played 18. And Brian Flores has said that he is going with a hot hand this year. So did I move Gaskin down a little too far after the first game? Yeah, probably. Yates is right for once. But this is not an everything is awesome situation. He moves up from 28th to 25th for me. But to be clear, Yates has him at 21st, which as of this moment is, in my opinion, insane. Second, I think we learned a lot from this Jets game. First, yeah, Corey Davis might actually be a thing. With a rookie quarterback in preseason games, what you're really trying to look at is which receiver he's locking onto. And right now, that is Corey Davis. Six targets in this game. He's run 13 routes so far this preseason. He has 10 targets. So yeah, Elijah Moore, he should still be a sleeper. But Davis is actually a draft day target for you. He is 44th in ECR. I have moved him up to 39th. Also, Yates has him 31st because everything with Yates is the 100th percentile of outcomes because that is the way that little kids think. Second thing from this Jets game is maybe we pump the brakes just a little bit on Michael Carter. Carter played no snaps with Zach Wilson, and even when he played, he was just kind of in and out. Drafting Carter is more of a long game, and we know that going in. We expect him to eventually take that job and be, you know, the guy. But in this game, when he isn't even playing with Wilson, does not seem like it's something that the Jets are thinking about just yet. Now, like Gaskin last week, Carter is the first and only running back I will draft on this team. But he drops a bit in my rankings, and I probably won't draft him until he's just a bench piece for me. Jamar Chase looks kind of bad. So 
it's not from Joe Burrow, but three targets, three drops against Washington, and he apparently struggled with drops in practice again on Sunday. That's obviously not great, right? Especially with all the negativity that has been coming out about his route running and his separation, etc. The who do I draft debate with T. Higgins and Jamar Chase is a big one and one that we have talked about a lot on the Fantasy Pros Football Podcast. And I've been pretty clear on my stance that I have them back to back, but I would narrowly lean Higgins because there's probably going to be a little bit of a learning curve here, right? I mean, Chase was out of football for a year. Think about that for a second. Think about opting out of competitive football for an entire season. And then the next time you play, you're playing professional football against the best athletes in the world. It's only natural if he needs a little time to, you know, find his sea legs. And it looks like he does. So there is some concern. And yeah, if I draft Chase, I'm probably bulking up at receiver depth a little bit, especially so I have some backups early just in case. But long term, I still expect him to right the ship and I'm not significantly moving him down my board. Someone who is moving down my board a little bit is going to be Damian Harris. Putting aside how he looked, six carries, 14 yards and the score with the starters, this is not what you want to see from this game, from Damian Harris. First of all, Cam Newton's going to be the starter, all right? That pretty much all but decided, and you shouldn't have needed this game, but if you did, he's going to be the starter. So right off the bat, that's probably bad for Harris because the goal line back on the Patriots is, say it with me, Cam Newton. But also, Newton played 17 snaps in this game, right? Damian Harris was in on eight of them. That's not good. Sony Michelle was supposed to be maybe cut by this point, And instead, he's not only playing, but according to practice reports, playing well. Oh, right. James White is still hanging around in there. And now look, when you get to the range of Harris and ECR, which is the 28th running back off the board in half PPR formats, it's all gross. Seriously, he's right behind Chase Edmonds and Javante Williams and right ahead of Raheem Mostert and James Robinson and Melvin Gordon. You're not passing on elite options if you're drafting Damian Harris. 28th, totally fine for him. I personally have him 30th, but it's not a huge difference, of course, but just pump the brakes a little bit on the breakout. Finally, I think we just need to move off Blake Jarwin as a sleeper, guys. I was excited, too, because we were all excited last year, and then boom, season-ending injury, and then Dak Prescott got hurt anyway. But Dalton Schultz was a tight end one, even without Prescott, so it kind of validated our feelings. Back to health, the sky was the limit for Jarwin, right? The problem is that unlike when we were drafting him last year, now there is, you know, Dalton Schultz. And his presence has kind of started to creep into our draft off process, but it hadn't made a huge impression yet, at least not for me, but now it does. Against the Texans with the starters, Schultz, 12 snaps, Jarwin, 10 snaps. Split snaps when the Cowboys played only one tight end. They both ran routes. They both blocked. They both looked fine. You know how you could draft team quarterbacks in some leagues? If I could draft team tight ends, I would love the Cowboys. That's a team tight end one for sure, but there is not an individual tight end one on that team absent an injury. Every indication is that this is how they're going to run their offense, and I can't criticize it from a real-life perspective, but the Blake Jarwin is a sleeper tight end train is now officially left the station for me. All right, that's going to do it for today's episode. Don't forget to go to TickPick.com slash pros, where TickPick and Zip have teamed up to give away five-season ticket NFL packages for the 2022 NFL season. That's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K dot com slash pros. Thanks for checking this out, guys. I'll talk to you tomorrow morning.